Welcome to the Millennial Missions Podcast. Our heart is to connect missionaries all around the world, filling them with hope as they strive to fulfill their calling in Christ and to empower others to go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Millennial Missions Podcast. My name is Tyler Lee. I am so honored to have you with me today. It is just such a joy to be able to do this. I really have um, something exciting that I wanted to share today. And uh, so before we get into that, just a couple housekeeping things. Uh, you can find us at millennialmissions.org. That is our website. And then you can also go on Facebook and join our group. And then you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, my name, Tyler Lee. And then Instagram, it is Tyler underscore Lee 18. You can find me on Instagram. I just love to connect with you. Again, I said before, I am not looking for followers. I'm not looking to, you know, make my friends list bigger. That that stuff is not important to me. But if you have questions, you want to connect with me, that is where you can find me. And uh, so let's just let's talk about today. So the last two two weeks, I talked about, you know, how important it is to understand what you believe, and then also that Jesus is real. You know, Jesus is real. And we can't just dismiss the, the, the reality that Jesus first was a real man, that historically he was a real person, and that is proven. And even just outside the Bible, he, he's a real person. And um, I think we did a pretty good job proving that last week. And uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, if this is your first time you're jumping on it, you might have skipped. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. It is really eye opening. It was really eye opening for me. And so I encourage you take the time, listen to it and then hop on to this one because you'll enjoy this one as well. Um, so, I mean, if, if this is your first time, thank you. Thank you for listening. I don't want to not acknowledge that because that is important. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. All right. So today, how do we know when Jesus is coming back? How do you know? And we hear it talked about all the time. If you spent any time in in church for just even just a few weeks, I'm sure it's been brought up at times. Hey, Jesus is coming back soon. Or, and if you haven't, then that's a little disappointing because we should be watching. We should be waiting. We should understand that there is a time that Jesus is going to come back. And we can understand not necessarily when the hour, when the exact time is going to take place, but we can know the season. We can understand that the Bible does say that no one knows, not even Jesus himself knows when the father is going to send him back, but we can know the season. We can know the time, not the no time on the clock, but the time in a sense, the, you know, the, how, how the world is going to look, what things need to happen, the things that are going to be set up in order for his return to come. And it is pretty imminent. I'll be honest with you. As things continue to get crazier and crazier in the world, it is only painting the picture of what the end times look like in the Bible. If you read Daniel, if you read First um, and Second Thessalonians, if you read the book of Revelation, you know, we are getting 
closer and closer to the what the world looked like in those books when um, it was prophesied. So this is a pretty important subject that I believe every Christian really needs to know. I always think no matter how old you know, or how long ago a Christian was on this earth, they needed to know these things. But we are getting closer. So I'm going to read a scripture, Matthew 24, verse 33. It says, So you, too, when you see all the, I'm sorry, when you see all these things taking place, know for certain that he is near, right at the door. So then Jesus began to say, he began to list. He said the temple would be destroyed. That the generation would see it. They would be scattered. Jerusalem would be controlled by the Gentiles, which just simply means by by the non-Jewish people. They would be persecuted and the nation would still survive. So let's talk about it. The temple was destroyed shortly after Jesus left. The temple was destroyed by the Romans. The generation would see it. He is talking about the fig tree. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Actually, I'm sorry. He, he, he does mention this twice. The, he's talking about the generation, that current generation would see the temple destroyed. And then um, it would. he prophesies later that it would be rebuilt. And then he also says the nation, or the generation that sees the fig tree bloom again would see the return of Jesus. So we're going to get to all those things in a, in a, in a, in a minute. Um, they would be scattered. The Jewish people would be scattered. Yes, they were scattered. And it was the Roman Empire that made it possible for the nation, for, for really the world to begin to hear the gospel. Uh, Jerusalem would be controlled by the Gentiles. It was already being controlled by the Gentiles, but it was controlled by the Gentiles for, and still is, uh, you know, half of it is 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 under the Islamic nation. You're seeing all that in the news right now. And then um, they would be persecuted. Obviously, again, you're seeing that in the news right now. And the nation would still survive. And in 1947, after World War II, the nation was restored. Again, we'll get into all that in a second. Matthew 24, verse 32 through 34 says, Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When it branches, when its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you this. This generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Israel needed to become a country once again. And that's what he's talking about. He is he is using the fig tree as a symbol of the nation of Israel. And he says, excuse me, I was wrong, it was 1948. But he said, um, in the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you know that his return is very near, right at the door. So many people believe that in 1948, and I kind of hold to this as well, in 1948, Israel became a nation again. And they believe that Jesus was referring to Israel when he was talking about the fig tree. 
that the generation that sees Israel bloom again, become a nation again, that they will see the return of Christ. And so in, in the Bible, a biblical generation was 40 years. So if you were to take 1948, 40 years from that is 1988. So if that generation, so you could have people stretch from they were in 1988, they were one or they were four. So if you were to take it verbatim, you know, then technically you could say, okay, Jesus is going to come back before the someone who was born in 88 dies. So, which would mean that someone in, born in 88 is 33 or about going to turn 33. So, you know, roughly in the next 50, 60 years, you can, you could assume, make the assumption that Jesus would return. Daniel said Israel would make a treaty with the Antichrist. And we'll re read that in a moment. Um, until 1948, though, this is interesting. So Daniel made the, the set the scene. Daniel made a prophecy that when the Antichrist comes, or before even the Antichrist comes in power, we don't know, he would have to make a treaty with Israel. Well, if Israel at the time was scattered and not a nation, then technically the end times couldn't even begin until Israel became a nation again, which is why I believe that the fig tree that Jesus is returning, referring to is just a symbol uh, for Israel. So, in 1948, there could not be a treaty made with Israel, or up until 1948, a treaty made with Israel could not happen. So there was no way for the Antichrist system, for the one world government system, for the end time system to be set up until 1948. Daniel 12.4 says, but you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret. Seal the book until the time of the end. When many will rush here and there, and knowledge will increase. All right, so here's another prophecy that we see. Okay, so many will rush here and there. So what does that mean? That means people are going to be able to go from A to B, back to A to D, all over very quickly. So that means there had to have been transportation. At the time this was written, all they had were sailboats. Boats that, that, that if you're going to travel anywhere, you basically had to either do it, you know, a, a walking holiday, you know, or riding, riding a horse. But I don't even think that was that common back then, you know, in BC and then, um, or, 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 or by, by water. And so they were saying you, they, people would be able to go back and forth quickly. So I, I would really love to know what in their minds, what they thought. I mean, now we have, we have planes that can take us all the way around the world in, in less than a day. You know, you can hop on the plane in the United States and, you know, I know there's layovers and stuff, but if you were to just do a nonstop flight, you could get to anywhere in the world in less than a day. That's pretty fast. That's pretty pretty quick considering what this was written to and you mean now we might look at it that's such a long time but when you are talking about when it would take you know months to travel 
long distances. Think about think about how how much faster that has gotten. So that 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 one prophecy has already been fulfilled. With just 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 with 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 airlines, knowledge will increase. Well, what does that mean? People are going to get smarter, or is information going to be more accessible? You think about the internet. Okay, you can learn anything you want from either Google or YouTube. In reality, they're all the same thing. But you can go on, see how something was made, how to do something, how to learn something on, on, on YouTube. You need a quick answer, you can Google it. Knowledge drastically increased once the internet was invented. So there are a lot of things that, that needed to take place that have already taken place. Revelations 11 and 13, they talk about two situations that the whole world will watch. That's what the Bible says, the whole world. Those two indices are that there's two witnesses that will be killed and raised to life and that the Antichrist would be killed and raised to life. So those two things. Okay, so without even getting into what those two things are, let's talk about how would the entire world watch something. Well, it, What's crazy is you can go live on your phone anytime, any time of the day that you want. I can hop on Facebook right now and live feed this podcast. So it's pretty easy to see how the whole world would witness something happen. You just get on get on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live. I mean, you just you just go live, and, and 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 you can see it. You know, satellite and mobile mobile technology and live stream all make this possible. And then. So this will be funny. And then Revelation 13, 16 says, no one will be able to buy or sell without receiving the mark on their right hand or forehead. So there has to be technology out there. So worldwide, someone would be able to be tracked. Someone would be able to be quickly seen whether they they have the ability to, you know, buy or sell. So that, you know, one, one way that this is made possible is micro technology. So you put a little SIM card in your hand or on your forehead and you scan it. And then there you go. It's got all your information on it. Bank records, health records, all those things. If you're vaccinated or not, I mean, all those things, you know, so let me just say, you know, for, for everyone that is still hung up on this thing, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. What they are Pushing, though, the agenda that's behind it will be the same system of ways that the Antichrist will implement this system. So, yeah, the the vaccine is not the vaccine. It's an injection. It, it, It goes through your body. It's not the mark. But the same way that they are trying to get people to take the vaccine will get severely worse when it comes to this. I will say, you know, I don't know about many of you, but I don't have cash on me too often. 
I don't use cash. I use I use card. So you know they all all credit cards now typically have the the, the chip, right? The chip in it, and so you need to insert that chip or 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 now you can just you know wave it over and, and it works. So it's gonna be the same thing. They're just gonna stick that that chip right there in your hand or your forehead, and, and then you you just scan it. And I will say the um you know because everything everything is is going digital right now cryptocurrency is probably going to be some some form some form of it i'm not saying cryptocurrency is evil at all i'm just saying it's the technology out there that will 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 you know make make these things possible um and so as we as we dive into you know the way the world is looking you know, the Bible says that all these things are going to increase. There's going to be famine. There's going to be earthquakes. And people are going to be killed for their faith. It's a sinful society. There's going to be war and rumors of war. There's going to be many false teachings out there. All those things, those things you can see. I mean, people are starving all across the world more than they ever were before. You know, earthquake, earthquakes. We just had one here in uh, Guatemala the other day. We, ha- we In reality, we have them almost every day. And so those those continue to 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 happen more and more and more. And um, people are killed for the faith. You know, ISIS was a thing for a little while until our our president that preceded our current president took them out. Um, sinful society. All right, so this is a big one. And what's crazy to think about is how far we've come from the last time I, I've talked about this. You know, we have a a... We have a government in place right now that is even more than ever before turning the United States of America into a sinful, sinful society. And I will say that it's not about necessarily what people are doing, but it's about what people are accepting. You know, between between all the racial division and the you know LGBTQ plus minority, you have all these things that are just making the United States, making society, making culture more and more worldly and more and more or less focused on you know, more morality. You know, if you're this time last year, if you're watching this when it comes out in 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 July or June, yeah, July, then you know, this time last year we were we were having cities burned to the ground by its inhabitants, by its citizens. Because they weren't, they didn't like the things that were happening. Mostly just the things that were being said on the news. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And then you have other groups are saying you need to be more accepting. You need to be more open to different ideas. Well, no, I don't. I really don't need to be more open to ideas. I, I have my own beliefs and opinions and the way... I think things should be 
talked about, said, done, and all those. And I'm not going to change that because someone gets on, you know, the you know CNN and, and and starts to tell me how they feel and their feelings, and because of the way they feel, I need to change the way I believe. And that's stupid. That's what that is. So we're getting closer and closer and closer. I can't I can't even believe sometimes where we're where we're at in, in our in our culture and the things that are be more accepted. I mean when you think about when you think about the things that are accepted now that were deemed inhumane less than a hundred years ago. It's just unbelievable. When you when you when you when you talk about you know what's crazy is you know conservatives, Christians, Republicans, you know all 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 you know if they're outspoken they get compared to to Nazis, right? Well, what's interesting is you got all all these doctors and and liberal politicians and all that talking about you know, all the different genders there are that, you know, sex changes, gender, gender, what, what, what's the term? The, the, I don't know what they change. They have some fancy word for it. Anyways, um, you know, it, <laughs> when, when the allies took over, you know, when, when they won the war and they went into all these concentration camps and they started liberating them, and when they found a lot of the, you know, the, the experiments done, a lot of the doctors were experimenting on, on gender swapping, you know, making men into women and making women into men, changing the parts, cutting things off. And, 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 and when that was released, the whole world had massive outcry for it. How inhumane, how immoral, how disgusting, how awful the Nazis were and these doctors were for, for going along with and, and looking at it and testing and trying and, 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 and all these things. So now fast forward 70, 80 years and, and now it's, it's, it's accepted that you are evil that you are a Nazi for 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 speaking out against it and saying no 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 that's not okay that's not right that's not that's not okay you should not be doing that so it's it's just crazy how how much society has flip-flopped on on these issues and that's why I say society is getting more and more sinful it's getting more and more accepting of of just immorality and and just demonic, demonic influences. As I'm sorry, only only demonic influence can tell, can can lead a parent to confuse their child of who they are, and then to bring them to a doctor and say, "My my son is." a girl and it's time we do gender reassignment surgery on him to help him be who he really is. I mean, that is just evil, evil. 
you know, the Bible, the Bible is very clear on this. You know, if you mess with a child, how more severe will your punishment be? So when you, when you see all these, all these kids under attack by their parents, by society telling them that, you know, they are, I mean, you got countries out there that won't even allow you to put their sex on their birth certificate because, you know, it's not their, that's not their decision. We have to wait for them to decide when they're 12 when they're still going through puberty, you know, when, 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 what, what they are. So, I mean, it's just, the society is just going to, as you know, it's going to get a little more distorted, a little more disgusting out there, but that doesn't mean we have to, you know, live in it as Christians. We can stand up to that and we need to continue to stand up to that. And as missionaries, we need to, you know, make sure that we're speaking out against, What's going on in our culture? What's going on in our society? Because I mean, maybe you're in a country where maybe those influences from the United States, those those things haven't quite caught up where you are. Because in a sense, that's that's where where I am, just a little bit. It's not quite like it is in the United States, but you got to be ready for it. You got to understand the direction that the devil, that Satan, is wanting to take things, and understand. And then the Bible prophesies that false teachings will will drastically increase. And boy, I'll tell you, I tell you, it's, it's bad. I mean, it is absolutely bad. Even in the church, even in Christianity. I mean, I read, I read a quote the other day from a, from a minister. And I, and I just, I just, I just ticked me off. It said, you know, you had nothing to do with your natural birth. And just like that, you'll have nothing to do with your spiritual birth. It's all as God's God wills it and God sees it. And I'm just saying that 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 is absolutely the the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. That 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 God is just going to make you a Christian or 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 not. And how 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 that basically contradicts the entire Bible, I I, I can't begin to tell you. And so you have you know, all these things continuing to, to spread. You got the hyper grace that, you know, it's okay. You can do anything you want to do. You're, you're covered. You got all these extremes. It's going to continue to get, get like that. And you have to, that, that's why, you know, I had that part. You got to know what you believe and why you believe it. So that when crap comes out, when there's teachings that just don't make any sort of lick of sense, when they come out, and they challenge you. You, you aren't gonna. You aren't gonna give into it. You aren't gonna stumble. You aren't gonna fall. You're gonna be ready to speak the truth and to rebuke that thought, rebuke that belief, rebuke that person for even even contemplating it. I mean, it's just like you got people out there that think, "Oh, we're in the tribulation right now." Uh, no, we're talking about how can you be in the tribulation when 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 there's not a system set up for. That, re- that that even remotely resembles the Bible. So uh, you got to be careful. You got to know what you got. You got to know what beliefs are out there too, and then that then you can start basically, you know, like a lawyer compiling a case against it. So and then you got to got to worry about those around who are around you. 
you know, I feel like more and more we're, we're starting to see pastors fall and things and, you know, and, and the Bible also says in, in the, in the last days, people will fall away. People will turn away. And how many more, how many people are we starting to see it, you know, leaders in the church just get up and say, I'm not, I'm not a Christian anymore. And we're seeing it more and more. So it, it's happening. It's happening. And when you, when you talk about, when you look at, when you look at the borders, you know, and how the, how the left is just constantly basically want to strip down that border. You understand that the American border is the last, the last straw that will fall before that world war, world, world, one world order system is set up. It's the last domino. Everything else has fallen. Everything. There's not another nation out there. There's not another country out there that is standing up for for borders. Because, you know, in order for that one world system to come about, there can't be any border. There can't be any wall set up. So, you know, that's gonna it's gonna be the last domino to fall, and then you'll begin to see what happens. And then when you continue to see everyone call for peace. That, that that's that's another sign, you know. Jesus is coming back soon, and and, and I said all this to say, you know, you as a missionary or you as someone who 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 has a desire to to serve in missions, and let me just say, even if it's just in your, in your home, your home turf, Jesus is coming back soon. Things are getting into place. Things are lining up. Am I saying it's happening tomorrow? No. But it's happening soon. Because there are just a few things, a few backdoor deals that just need to happen. And then boom, everything's done. Everything's lined up. Everything. And so have a sense of urgency with wherever God has called you. To know that time is time is running short. Time is coming to an end. And you got to be ready. So whatever God's called you to do, don't don't wait. Do it. Because pretty soon you won't have a chance. Pretty soon you won't have the opportunity. Because Jesus is coming back. Okay. These are just a few things that, that I have jotted down. Um, about about things that just needed to happen. Things that were prophesied in the Bible. And, and how, how it kind of looks today. So, um, again, if you have any questions, we're out of time. If you have any questions, come find me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to, love to just chat. And if you have a, a, even a topic that you want, you want talked about, hit me up. And, um, if not, I look forward to seeing you soon. Let's pray real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for everyone listening today. Father, I just pray that you continue to open up our eyes to the world around us, to the society around us, to the way things are going and how they line up with your word so we can understand the times that we are living in. Father, I thank you for everyone listening. I just pray you love on them, guide them in everything that they do. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much again for listening. I will see you next time. Be blessed and stay healthy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Millennial Missions Podcast. We invite you to visit our website, millennialmissions.org, to read blog posts, find resources, and most importantly, to connect with us. See you next time.